Welcome to Faithfully Unapologetic. We are your hosts, and I'm Kelly Jean Pittman, and this is my amazing and beautiful daughter, Gina. We are a mom and teen duo who are super excited to help you discover the secret to finding joy in the chaos of the everyday. We're honored to share this time with you every two weeks, while you'll learn how to break free from the cycle of anxious thoughts while moving into joy and peace on a daily basis. We'll encourage you to step into your power, find joy, and become the best version of yourself while improving your relationship with God. So please be sure to subscribe so that together we can spread joy even amongst the chaos and faithfully nurture our body, mind, and soul. You can find us on Instagram at faithfully underscore apologetic and at kellyjeanpittman.com. Thank you so much and we really hope you enjoy this week's episode. Welcome, beautiful friends. Welcome, guys. I'm Kelly Pittman. And I'm Jaina. And we're so glad you're with us today. We are Podcast 20. Yes. Yay! Woohoo! It's really, really exciting. It is, and we're so thankful and so honored that you have joined us and yes. that you join us every other week here. We're honored to spend this time with you. And we thank you for sharing this with friends and people who you think might benefit from what we have to share. Yeah. And speaking of sharing, well, we have a little little thing on sharing. In traditional sense, sharing is a good thing. Right. So before we reveal what sharing is not, at least, it's not caring. You're sharing, but it's not caring. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk a little bit about just what sharing is because sharing is pretty good. I mean, from a mom perspective, that's one of the things we try to teach our kids. Yep. At number one. Share, share, little Johnny. Share, share, Susie. <laughs> share with your sister. But share kids with don't your really friends. like to share. <laughs> uh, no, they don't like to share. Uh, but it's a good thing, and it's a priority, really. When you're teaching kids, you want people to get along. You want them to share because it kind of shows your love for the neighbor when you're yep. sharing things with them. For right? sure. So love your neighbor. Share things with your neighbor. Mm-hmm. And so for me, when I think about sharing, I think a lot of times, you know, as a mom, time is really valuable. And so what I really value is when other friends share their time with me. I know they have busy schedules too. And so I feel blessed and kind of special that my friends can share their time with me. So sharing can come in many different ways. We can share all sorts of things. Yeah. And as a teenager, I think it's really when someone shares anything or confides in you, and tells you about what they're struggling with or what they're super happy about or just, I guess, like, words. It makes you feel special and you feel like you can be trusted and they're kind of affirming that you're, like, a good friend or a good listener or whatever. And it, it makes you feel good. Because it's really important with our peers. Yes, for um, sure. To have that connection that mm-hmm. they feel safe, that they can share. Yeah. things with us so that's another great way of sharing and i love it Gina, <laughs> when you uh bake cookies and then share them with me i'm blessed to be able to have cookies to share with share yeah yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. or have people i could share my cookies with <laughs> Right. Uh, I mean, who wants to eat the cookies all by themselves? It might be the first thought, but it's much better to share is what I have found. Yes. <laughs> and as a student, I feel like we mention this every single every single podcast, but as a student and 
An For almost graduated student. Almost graduated. <laughs> I feel like I've said that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> We're not there yet. Only how many days? I think Let's it's like just seven days. Seven days. So another one is notes. Like if someone is gone or if I'm gone, I love when my friends or anyone that's in my class that I sit next to shares their notes with me because it helps me catch up on the class and it helps me understand. And so I think that's also a really, really good thing to share notes so everyone's back on the same page or somewhat on the same page. <laughs> yeah, which is really cool and probably life-saving. Life-saving, I bet it feels. It does. When people will share their notes with you like that. Yes, for okay. sure. I think that is awesome. And the most important man of all, Jesus. Jesus. Yes. Duh, Jesus is, like, really cool, guys. Uh, he likes to share. In he fact, does. his miracles have often centered around sharing. Oh, for sure. And his very first miracle, he shared wine. They ran out of wine, and he shared the best wine ever, which was not tradition, at the end, near, near the end of the wedding reception. And he shared it with all the guests there. Uh, they didn't have enough wine, and his miracle was he created it. So he turned water into wine. Yeah. Also, this is not even on our notes, but another story is the one where he f- shares the fish and loaves with the 4,000 people. Right. Like, that hungry. miracle was amazing, and that was centered around sharing and gathering together. So sharing, it's a very good thing. It is very good. But how could it possibly not be good? Is that what you're thinking? It's like, oh my gosh, let's spill the beans. Yeah. Well, there is a kind of sharing that the Bible kind of, well, doesn't kind of, it goes against. And that is... Yes, it absolutely does. Complaining. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think we all struggle with that. Yeah, and complaining seems pretty simple. Yeah. That seems kind of innocent, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, it also it's normalized and it's something that, yeah, it's normal. Right. It's like I asked my husband to pick up something after work because I'm making a dinner and I need that one thing, that spice. And he comes home and I forgot. And it feels pretty normal and I feel pretty justified in complaining and say, hey, I really needed that. Why didn't you write it down? Why couldn't you remember? Yeah. My dinner's ruined. Mm-hmm. Well, then you start spiraling. <laughs> yeah. And you can spiral and spiral and spiral. Yeah. Well, complaining is a negative energy and it's destructive for people and the things involved. And it's super easy. It's popular. And it happens quite innocently. Yeah. Just like what I said with the example about at work. Yeah. So, but what happens is, like you said, it gets destructive. Uh, it does. When we have this negative energy... Uh, even if I use the example and you're using your spouse and it can be like all of a sudden you never do that particularly with your spouse it can be destructive because or I mean I guess anybody any friend any person but when you start complaining it can spiral to the point of well, he never does that. Come to think of it, he doesn't do this and he doesn't do that. And then you start getting mad and then you start getting angry and mm-hmm. then you can start hollering and then you can start calling names. And then, I mean, it just, it boom. It's like this bomb. It's like this negative yeah. bomb that goes off and it destroys relationships. It honestly does. So it's not a good thing. And it could also go into gossiping. Yeah, which we don't want to gossip. We don't want to gossip. Gossip. Um, talking about other people is not really uh, considered a good thing. It's Mm -hmm. gossip. 
and gossip only hurts people. Mm-hmm. And so when you're talking about other people and complaining about other people, that's gossip. That's complaining. Yeah. We're only bringing destruction to that person, and we're bringing destruction to ourselves and how others think of us and right. how others think of that person that you're talking about. So complaining is sharing. That is absolutely not caring. No. And how do we know that? Well, we can go to the Bible. <laughs> we can, and we pulled out two verses that we, we did. really liked. Yes. And the first one is Philippians two fourteen through 15. And it says, do everything without grumbling or arguing, so that you may become blameless and pure, children of God without fault, and a warped and crooked generation. Then you will shine among them like stars in the sky. Wow. I really, really like this one. I think I have this one marked in my Bible. Yeah, I think this actually just right now became one of my favorite Bible verses. Yes. It's just like so packed. There's so much to them. Yeah. Uh, exactly. With great detail and what we as children of God are supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Right? And it ties directly in with our sharing is not caring. Yes. Because that very first sentence, boom. It says, do everything without grumbling or arguing. Okay. So do everything without complaining, no matter what that is. Right. And so that second word, everything. Mm-hmm. Everything, my beautiful friends. That means everything. So for me, complaining, it's kind of like, I have a right sometimes. I should, shouldn't I? Yeah. But the I mean, Bible's, that's what it feels like. <laughs> it does. It's like, hey, if something, like what I consider really bad or inconvenient happens to me, I should have a right to complain. Mm-hmm. It's almost what we think it's our right. Yeah. But, but it's we, not. No. When we read this Bible verse, do everything without grumbling or arguing. Wow. But what I love about this Bible verse even more is that it continues to tell us why we should do this. And so I love that. Yes, me too. It talks about becoming blameless and pure children of God without fault. And that is like amazing because Mm -hmm. who wants to be that? I mean, I do. I do too. I'm raising my hand. Oh, please. Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) Dear God, please. I want to be, I love to be blameless. Why I want to complain and cast blame on everyone else what we're really doing is kind of throwing off any blame on us and that's not the way to do it mm-hmm. we're focusing on the other person and we're just casting judgment on them right. but if we get rid of the blame and the judgment altogether we become blameless and then we become pure and pure ties in with that holy and ties in with that joy mm-hmm. and that peace exactly when you're blameless and pure, where do you think anxiety resides? Not there. Not in you. <laughs> not not there. I don't think so. No, because you're going to be able to overcome, like, adversity and see just your, your valleys in a different light. Right. I love that. And so, without fault, but then, wow, I really, really, like recognized or understood the next words <laughs> that came after that God without fault in a warped and crooked generation yes and like we talked about before complaining is something that is so normalized and is just accepted in society but it's warped and crooked crooked from a heavenly perspective 
Right. It really is. Because, right, people, I mean, I, I, I probably have had people tell me, you know, it's okay. You have a right. You have a right to be angry. You have yeah. a right to complain. You have a right to be angry, to have emotions. Right. But doesn't give you the right to complain complain and draw yeah. other people into it and we'll exactly. talk about that in a little bit but yeah. in this warped and crooked generation it's kind of like wow how did god know what's going on out there mm-hmm. but he's omnipresent he created us I exactly guess, of course he knows what's going on out there yeah. it's always been going on out there warpedness if that's yes. a word don't <laughs> warpedness <know. laughs> don't look it up <laughs> don't look it up it's warped and then crooked crooked generation uh yeah so that's always been going on so god knows kind of what we're dealing with yeah right he's not he's he knows it's not like oh gosh this generation is like way worse than the other generation (laughs) and i can't possibly be pure in this generation i mean it yeah for sure so and then he continues to give us even a little bit more and what's going to happen to us well he shows us our reward and this is where joy comes in this little light of mine (laughs) i'm gonna let it shine it says, then you will shine among them like the stars in the sky. Yes. And that's kind of like, Boom. you know, the Bible tells us that we're called to be set apart. When you do everything without grumbling or arguing, you definitely become outstanding. I have one, one of my friends is just so incredible. I, I never hear her complain or anything. And it's just a cool Thing because do you want to draw close to her yeah it's you like, do i think these people that always have this smile on their face and they yeah. look bright and happy it's like i want to be by you exactly and we need more people like that yeah. and so and it helps you to break out of your there helps me to break out of my cycle of complaining and being negative Right, and so God called us will shine like the stars up in the sky in heaven. Exactly. How beautiful is that? I do love this verse. So you guys should all mark it in your Bible because it's fabulous. Yeah. Yes. It's Philippians 2, 14 through 15. Yes, mark that in your book and write it down. And so looking at complaining, what is complaining? Well, it is not happy. You're not happy? I don't think... I've never been happy when I've been complaining. No. The reason why I'm complaining is because I'm not happy. Yeah. It is not thankful, which the Bible tells us to do everything with a grateful heart. Right. And so... And giving thanks to the Lord. So we're breaking that right there. We're not following the the guide of life that God has taught us to find that joy and that peace in our heart. Yeah. So... And it's also not loving when we're complaining about someone or something... We don't have I, love I'm in clearly, our hearts. <laughs> yeah, I'm clearly not loving it. Uh, the reason I'm complaining, it can get me kind of angry. Angry is not love. No. It can get me angry or sad or frustrated or fed up and all of these other words that really take you on a downward spiral again that can get pretty yeah, ugly fast. For sure. And the last one is, it's a form of judgment. And we have no right to judge. We don't have to, any power to judge others. No, it tells us very clearly in the Bible that we are not to judge others. In fact, even I'm reading the book of John right now. And uh, Jesus said clearly in John that he came not to judge the world. Mm-hmm. When the world ends, it, they will be, you know, will be judged by God at the end. He came to serve. He came for the sinners. And yes. so if Jesus is not judging others around him, 
And he's perfect. <laughs> yeah. And he's the son of God. He's perfection. Right? Yeah. You got it. Then we definitely got have it. no right to then judge anybody. on earth are we going around casting this judgment and this complaining and condemning people? Like, we have this right to have everything be exactly the way we want it. And if it's not, it's everyone else's fault. Yeah. How, how come is... Uh, why? Yeah, I don't know, but it sounds so real. Yes. Yeah, and so complaining, it's very popular, and you can see it in probably, if you look on the news, and you see, like, road rage incidences, guess what? I bet you that started out with somebody pretty much complaining about people driving and getting mad that they didn't have the road all themselves, and all of a sudden they're screaming at people, trying to stop them. Getting out guns. I mean, this is like complaining gone way wrong. Way. Wayside. That's why you don't even start there. But it is. Every, all these dark deeds and actions start with people complaining and not liking things. Mm-hmm. And they get stuck in that energy. And it's a whirlwind that goes to can go to ugly places. Right? It does not build up relationships. Yeah. So that's really why I believe the Bible is so against complaining because it knows exactly what it does with relationships when the second number two commandment after love God with your whole heart and mind and strength is to love your neighbor. If you're complaining about your neighbor, that ain't going to happen. So it's a good guide to stop. Mm -hmm. So we have another Bible verse. And this is Ephesians 4.29. And it says, Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouth, but only such as is good for building up, as fits the occasion, that it may give grace to those who hear. So, this one's really good. I mean, the last one tells us not to complain, but this one also tells us that we should have no corrupt talk come out of our mouths, which complaining is corrupt talk. It's kind of just speaking to speak. Right, and it's kind of what I talked about when you start going to these dark places, right? That's really corruption. Yeah. So it begins with that complaining, yes. and if and that leads to corruption. It's like leads to these dark thoughts, dark actions, anger, resentment, and all sorts of things. It's kind of the natural thing that comes out of it. It breaks down relationships. And so it's really important, whether, like, as a mom for myself, it's important, particularly for the most important relationships in your life. It's very easy to complain about the people you spend the most time with because they're the people you spend the most time with. Yeah, and you, like, I guess you get irritated with them more. <laughs> well, you take them for granted, right? You spend all this time with them, and, yeah, everybody's got their own agenda that they're trying to get done, and when people interfere, it's very... Or when it's perceived that people interfere with you know, one's own personal agenda, it can be very easy to complain and then just... Right. Some yeah. people, sometimes you get up on the wrong side of the bed. Exactly. So, corrupt talk is complaining, but it's also trying to control people. It's trying to control your situation. It's cutting down people, and it's gossiping. Uh, This corrupt talk can look like it's caring, but it's not. Right. I think people can start complaining, and they... That kind of sounds like they've... You know, they've had a bad day or maybe they're helping you out by telling you some gossip on somebody else that you need to avoid. It's like, oh, no, really? They did that? Oh, no, I, I'll stay away from them or I won't go there or yeah. I but won't ask them for it's help. It's kind of just, you know, it's gossip. 
you're that is gossip. You're tearing down another person, but you're also tearing down yourself and your own reputation because now it's like, well, this person gossips, so I don't really want to hang around them, you know? Yeah, so you want to be careful that you don't disguise complaining and corrupt talk as sharing. As Sharing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, sharing, 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 yep, sharing for caring. Yeah. It's not really, it's destructive. It's sharing that's destructive. Yes. So, we have, so how do you know, I guess, is the question. Because it's really difficult. I mean, just because we've been talking about this for the podcast, Jane and I, and I myself have been very conscious, particularly today, yeah, about trying not to complain. Me too. And... I realize it after I'm just spent like 20 minutes complaining. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh shoot, no. <laughs> and that's for me, I kind of feel like a failure after today. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I kind of, I was going to say pride myself, but that's my first error there. We're not supposed to have pride. <laughs> so there's my downfall right there and kind of being more of a positive person. And, but when I double check my complaining, it kind of came spilling out throughout the day on all different little things. Yeah. So what we talked about in the beginning, how it can seem innocent and how it's like a right and how it's automatic. I challenged each and every one of you listening just for the fun of it to be really conscious just for one day about every negative thing that you say or complaint. Because my experience, and I would guess I'm not alone, is that I complain a lot more than I thought I did is <laughs> what I figured out. And I was conscious to change it. And honest to God, honest to the dear Lord above, it changes. It changes my thought. It changes my mood. It changes everything. It changes how Absolutely I perceive everything. people. Mostly, yeah. it does really change how I perceive people where it's like, oh, you know, I wanted to complain about this. But then I changed it, made it into a positive or a thank you. But then it's like, oh, God, but they're so great. You know, Jana cleaned the kitchen and my husband, you know, bought me flowers. Or You know, it's like all of a sudden these, when I focus on the positive, these positive things kind of start spilling in. And then, you know, I'm building up the relationship as opposed to tearing it down. Oh, for sure. And so it is really powerful when you can change that. Yes. You want to be thankful. So what are some flags, I guess? Some flag, like for me throughout today, going Mm -hmm. through, what are some flags that I felt that there are some things? Because it it happens kind of innocently before, like you said, you even know it. Like 20 minutes later, you're like, oh, crap. I just (laughs) spent my time not well. But what some things that are happening when you start to complain is, number one, you're talking about other people. Yes. Or other things. It could mm-hmm. be the weather, I guess. You can Or school. <laughs> yeah, you can complain about a lot of things. It's not necessarily people. Yes. But, so you're talking about not you, but somebody else. Mm-hmm. And then there's blame. It's yep. like, uh, you're, you're mad about something or something's not done. And for me, blamed. I'm like blaming school. Like, oh, I shouldn't have school. It's like, well, there was, my school was always ending on this date. It it's never not changed. Like, yeah, the last it never year, changed. it's never changed, but... So mad at school because, gosh darn it, why do we have to go to school till yeah. June 3rd? Exactly. Well, I graduated June 3rd. I don't even have school that day. That's just not fair. And so it is. Ding, 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 yeah. ding. Just not fair. That's playing a victim. Oh, uh, yep. Yep. So another one is you're playing the victim. You're 
you think you're the the victim in the situation, even yep. though you're and probably creating a story in your mind about what someone should have done or what something should have been. Right. It's mm-hmm. like you're blaming someone else typically. Yeah. And then that resentment piece comes in. Mm-hmm. You're very resentful for how things are going, whether it's resentful you have to go to school, whether it's resentful you have to cook dinner, whether it's resentful you have to go mail the bill. I mean, it can be anything when you're complaining, really. Oh, yeah, for sure. And sometimes it can end up arguing. And yeah, and you're just kind of like going in circles then. Now you're just in a cycle. Right. And so if you're caught up in an argument, chances are it started out with some complaints or some corruption in there. Yep. And then when when you start saying, but wait a second, but I'm entitled to or I should have, then it's like, uh, that's or playing should, the victim. I have to. Yeah, there's some... Those statements get dicey. So how do we differentiate between complaining and just talking about our emotions? Because there is right. a difference. There is a difference. So when we're talking about not complaining, it doesn't mean that you have a really crappy day, you stuff all your emotions deep down inside, and you can't talk about it at all, yeah. right? That's that's what we're talking about mm-hmm. right now. Then you're just blocking it. Uh, then you're blocking it, and then, well, worse things happen, right? Because yeah. they explode, and there's health issues, and relationship issues, and all sorts of things. We need to be talking in order to have a relationship. Exactly. We have to communicate, and we have to talk. Mm-hmm. That's the number one thing we need to do with God. It's the number one thing. We need to do with each other. So we're not saying stuff those emotions, which it kind of sounds like it maybe, as we're talking about maybe. all this. <laughs> but we're not. Uh, we want to be able to share our feelings, right, and talk about ourselves and our emotions with others. Yes. So God created us for community. He didn't give us other people to just not talk to, <laughs> talk to them. Right. Absolutely. So he did. And so we have two tips kind of to help you. Yes. If you're trying to focus like what I did, I'm not complaining, but being able to have a bad day and talk about it to somebody. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so tip number one is when you are talking to someone, you want to make sure you're using I statements. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you've had a bad day, instead of saying, so-and-so did this, and I'm so mad, and blah, blah, blah. It's like, actually, I'm feeling really frustrated today, and things didn't work out how I thought they were, and I'm really disappointed, and I feel overwhelmed because I don't think I have enough time to get it done. Yeah. So really, when we complain and blame, it's really out of fear. And so instead of blaming someone else for this fear, it's like, they kind of deep inside and talk about what's really bothering you. What's yeah. really bothering me mm-hmm. is what I have to do. When they bubble up, it's like, oh, I really need to ask for help right now because I'm feeling overwhelmed. There's no point in me blaming people for not doing things that I would like done right now, uh, especially if I haven't voiced what I need to have done. I mean, yes. then it's just not even fair, right? Yes, and I would say that when you focus on yourself – you're going to find a lot less frustration in your situation. And you're going to be able to make peace with it faster. Yes, I think so. I think you're right. I think it's kind of like a diffusing, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of, I think complaining can get you amped up. It can get you going. Yeah. You can be like, ugh, now you're so stuck in this frustration. Yeah. Where if you say, oh, 
I had a really frustrating day today and things just didn't go right and I did this and I spilled my coffee and then the dog barfed on the floor and then it's got me overwhelmed <laughs> it's got me overwhelmed and I just I didn't have time to even clean up the mess instead of talking about oh somebody didn't clean up the mess I can't believe it they saw it well you know it's a very easy to get distracted by other people yes and going on that line instead of just saying keep it focused on you make I statements you should be talking about yourself and your emotions and that really is what creates an intimate relationship it, it is. is not the common bond of complaining no. which some people I, like to connect yeah over. right I'm sure there's many I know there's many relationships out there that have the common bond of that but to have a real stable relationship one that is going to bring you a lot of joy and happiness actually is not based on complaining no it really is not no so the second tip that we have is to be thankful for what is positive in your life and this can be really hard but if we look to first thessalonians 5 18 Mm -hmm. it tells us to give thanks in all circumstances for this is the will of god in christ jesus for you like, this is being thankful Amen. for whatever is in your life is the will of God. Like, it sounds so grand and big. and But it's... Or what am I trying to say? Yeah, the will of God. It is, it is big. But it's also something it that we should do every single day. So it's like this big thing that should happen every single day. And it seems incredibly hard to keep up with. But when you become mindful of it and you start noticing the positive things in your life, you're going to start noticing them even more. And you're going to find the blessings every day more. Yes, yes, I agree with you. And I and I, I get it. That's a good point to point out because the will of God in Christ Jesus sounds like, whoa. It's a little intimidating, <laughs> yeah, is like, it not? I don't even know what that means, so we'll just skip it, right? It's yeah. like, uh, I don't know how to be thankful with the will of God in Christ Jesus, but it is just saying to give thanks. And so, and we have found ourselves in many dark places. And the minute I started giving thanks um when somebody like for example somebody's really sick and it's looking pretty dark and Mm -hmm. I my mind wants to spin and go to the worst scenario that's not helping me (laughs) that doesn't make me feel very good but the minute I take it to God you know it's like God help help me in this situation help me to see and learn what I need to learn and thank you for and then I go through the positive things that are happening and they're always positive things that are happening yes sometimes they're harder to find than others but they always are and then when I focus on that the situation honestly seems to change Mm -hmm. my mood changes changes and it's like that is what God is telling us like that is the secret to finding him that is the secret to joy that is the secret to peace that is a secret to letting go of that anxiety is to be thankful. Yes. And honestly thankful from your heart. Yes. But it doesn't have to be, like, big, scary things that are happening in your life. Like, no, I complain a lot about negative things. But when I find the positive things in life, it completely changes my perspective and then helps me to face those bigger circumstances with positivity. So when I stop complaining about the small things and start looking for positive things in the everyday life it helps me to 
to grow in my faith and it helps me to follow God's command and it helps me to just be an overall like more joyful person. Yes, and that is a really good point too because I totally agree. It can be for mom, I know for all you moms out there, we have so much to do and it can be really easy to complain about people not picking up their clothes or doing things around the house because we have so much to do. But in the big picture of things, that's really a tiny little thing. It's not a big thing. It's not going to, whether or not they do that, it's not really going to change much in the day. So what happens when I start becoming thankful, particularly for the person that I want to complain about, you want to look at the person you want to complain about and think about the positive things. This has changed everything so many times when I've been upset about something that what someone said or did if I let it go and really start focusing on that person the positive things that they've done it changes how I feel it It helps me to let go of that complaint it helps me to forgive them it helps me to see oh hey you know what they're really going through this and that was really tough for them and I bet you their mind was not really focused on you know, me or my needs or whatever that, wow, then it's like they did this for me and they were going through this. It's like, it changes everything. Yeah. I mean, it helps you to see them in a whole new light and it lets you give them more love. Right. And that's really, the more love we give, the more love we receive. And complaining is out of fear. But when you're just talking about your frustrations, it's coming up or complaining is coming out of fear yes fear is not good i don't know where i'm going with this well but <laughs> and so and thanking well go back to thanking thanking well, thankful, is out of love yeah think being thankful is so complaining is out of That's fear where you're going. Yep. and giving thanks is coming out of love yes and so again that doesn't mean stuff your emotions or feelings absolutely because not. we absolutely need to speak up mm-hmm. and talk our truth and if we're being hurt, we need to communicate that to others. Yes. It's not complaining or attacking or blaming or resentment. It's saying, hey, you know what? We need to talk. Mm-hmm. It's like, when this happens, I feel this way. Yes. And it's very uncomfortable. And, uh, you know, if you could do, well, not you. <laughs> I see it's so could hard to you? Uh-huh. It's so hard to not, not do that. So this is hard. But it's like, it takes practice and you can get there. But it's like talking about your emotions. It's like, I really need something to change. Can we pro- work together to problem solve? Yeah. Um, you know, the situation is kind of how you would do that. So it's not, do not, absolutely do not mask your emotions. Cover them up or stuff them. Speak the truth. Speak the truth of God. Absolutely. But do it with kindness and not complaint. And do it with thankfulness and love. Yes. You can do it. It can be difficult, especially in the beginning, because it's not what we're used to. And it's typically not what we hear. Mm-hmm. So that makes it hard. Yes. But it really helps us to let go of that controlling, that complaining. And that really, you know, hurting others mm-hmm. unintentionally. Um, my goal is in complaining is not to hurt others, but I really am including myself in that yeah. relationship. So that's where we don't want to share all the complaints with others because that is not caring. It's not caring. It's a destruction. It's sharing that is not caring. No, it is not. And so I think we're kind of wrapping up. Yes. And so basically, 
uh, when we move out of that complaining, it will help us to be more thoughtful and less judgmental as well. Yes. Our relationships will be so much better and we'll be so much happier. Yeah. I mean, people are going to see in you a whole new light. God's going to see in a whole new light while God loves you. With that pure, <laughs> right? And you're going to yeah. shine like a you're star, You're going to shine baby. like a star in the sky. Yes. And so we're hoping we'll be up there shining with you. Yes. Uh, but with that, I guess we're about ready to close out. I think, yeah. Jana, do you want to close I'll us out pray. with a prayer? Yeah. Your beautiful and amazing prayers. Thank you so much. Thank you. So join me in prayer. Dear God, thank you so much for bringing all of our beautiful listeners here today. God, help us to be more mindful and Mm -hmm. thoughtful of our thoughts and Mm -hmm. the words that come out of our mouths. Help us to pause and notice if we are bringing any hate and Mm -hmm. judgment out of or into the world and into our thoughts and into our words. God, help us to stop those from coming out. God, help us to be more thankful and to be able to see the blessings in the everyday. Amen. Although we may be facing trials of all kinds, I pray that you are just able to give whoever is listening a strong heart Mm -hmm. and help them to see that you are always with them and that no matter what they're going through, that you are blessing them endlessly and that they can be thankful for the whatever they're going through or help them to find the positive in the everyday. God, help us to just stay grounded in you. We love you and we praise you forever and more. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And thank you, Jana, for that beautiful prayer. Thank you. We are so honored that you joined us today. And we hope that you're able to share with much more joy and much more love. Exactly. So that you shine. Like the stars. To all those around you. Amen. (laughs) Amen. And faith and love, Kelly. And Jaina. We'll see you in two weeks. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you are looking for more daily inspiration, go follow us on Instagram. We created an Instagram page and it's called faithfully underscore apologetic. So go there and give us a follow and a like and And comment. Yep. And you'll find inspiration, words of wisdom, and we're sharing God's love and word. In faith and love, Kelly and Jaina. Bye.